happy Friday. I'm excited to ask this question. <laughs> it may be a little controversial. And I don't know what I was thinking about when I decided to ask this question and, and bring this discussion to light, but I, I it's just something that I was thinking about this week. It's something that I was thinking about as I was having sort of conversations either recently or over the past few months with people just about uh, discussing weight loss. And, and the question kind of came up for me this week, is it possible that there are people that are afraid to lose weight? Is it possible that you are afraid to lose weight, especially um, for someone who, uh, for those that have experience like trying to lose weight? So I have spoken to, I've had conversations with multiple people who uh, who have who have been saying for a while I need to get back to the gym I need to lose weight they may have had previous experience with weight loss in the past and they struggle with starting and stopping and starting and stopping you know they feel motivated to to get back into the gym they feel motivated to uh, to eat healthy and and to start counting their calories and and doing those things and then you know, it's, it's almost as if like they self-sabotage in a way. Um, I, I personally have had interactions with people who have started a weight loss journey, started seeing actual results, started, uh, they started losing weight, losing inches. Uh, they, they weren't hungry. They weren't craving anything. Like everything was going really well. And then all of a sudden they would just just binge and almost, you know, just like I said, like kind of sabotage themselves. Hi, Amy. How are you? Happy Friday evening to you. So I've had, I've also had conversations with people who, uh, you know, have very specifically said, like they were self-reflective enough to say, I'm afraid to lose weight because of X, Y, and Z. Um, and I want to talk about very briefly, and this is just a conversation. I'm not bringing any solutions or answers. I'm just, I just want to talk. I, you know, I just want to throw some things out there <clears throat> for us to consider. Um, but I, I want to talk about, yeah, I, I want to talk about, uh, is it possible that some people are afraid there? I think there are some deeper kind of psychological, uh, issues that can be attached to number to weight in general. And I don't doubt that some of these issues run so deep that it can uh, have people fear or hold on to the fear of actually releasing weight. So before I go too much further into that, just in case this is your first time listening or watching, my name is Lene Urban. I'm a nutrition and lifestyle coach, and I'm all about a very gentle approach to weight loss, a very effortless and sustainable approach to weight loss, uh, which is through rest. It's through looking at all of the lifestyle factors that elevate the stress hormones inside of us that are responsible for holding on to weight and changing those lifestyle factors in order to lower, to reduce stress so 
that weight can just come off. It can come off naturally. It can come off effortlessly and it doesn't require um, painful exercise. It doesn't require depriving yourself and, and starving yourself. It doesn't require all of that. So that's what I'm all about. And if this is your first time listening, then I would encourage you to follow because every day I'm coming, I'm coming to you live with content about this specifically, about rest-based weight loss and what that entails. Um, so if you have a question and you want to follow my newsletter and I send out a newsletter once a week, or you have a question that you want me to address live, go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer, and I will address your question live. So, uh, sort of, you know, talking about what we're getting to today, um, Amy, thank you for mentioning, you said that you've done that, the self the self-sabotage when things were going well. And that's sort of, uh, you know, that's sort of where I want to venture into. I was going to maybe start off with a little bit of the fluff, you know, with a little bit of the, oh, I'm, you know, for some people they're like, oh, I just don't want to give up chocolate cake. I really love chocolate cake. Or I just don't want to give up ice cream. Ice cream's my favorite. You know, I'll skip that. I was going to start there and maybe work my way deeper, but let's actually start. Let's start here. <laughs> let's start with the, everything is going so well and I am sabotaging. I, I, it's just self-sabotage and the, it's difficult to find an explanation for it. It's difficult to find a reason. Like, why is it if I am doing my workouts, if I am eating really well and I, everything is fine, I'm not hungry. I don't have any strong cravings. I'm actually feel, I feel really good after I work out. Why is it that I'm feeling the need to sabotage myself? Like, why is it that I'm feeling the need to start eating things that I haven't eaten, you know, in a long time, skipping workouts when I've been so consistent? Why, like, where does that come from? Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't have any answers, you know, or, 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 or anything that I'm bringing to this discussion, maybe just bringing up some, some things that I have been contemplating and some conversations that I've had with, with people. Um, one of the, the ladies, a very a powerful woman, uh, she's just wonderful that I've, she's very inspirational. I follow her name is Lisa Nichols. And she was, she did a podcast, uh, a podcast episode, a podcast interview on the model health show. And she was talking about the fact that her weight was specifically connected to the abuse that she suffered at the hands of um, her former her, uh, her former partners, you know, her former husbands, physical abuse, emotional abuse, and she was afraid of losing weight because she was afraid of attracting attention from men. She was afraid of attracting attention from men. And then she was also afraid of attracting envy and jealousy from women. Now, these are two things that she experienced before she had gained a lot of weight. And so as she was sort of getting her life together and transforming her life, her weight was increasing and she was not, she was in going around the world, inspiring people all around the world, but she refused to take a look at herself, to take a look at, to take a look at her weight and, and make the, the choices and the decisions to make a change because deep down on the inside, she, uh, equated her weight loss with attracting attention from men and with her previous experiences and trauma with men, she was afraid. She was afraid of, of what, what that would mean for her to, to actually be found attractive. 
And then she was also previously, you know, before she gained the weight, she attracted a lot of comments and negativity and negative comments from women. Uh, uh, envious comments because of her figure, because of her, you know, because of her muscle tone and those types of things. And so those were two things that she was avoiding and she was avoiding those things by keeping the weight on. Um, I had another conversation with another, you know, with, with someone else I know who has a beautiful shape, beautiful curves, you know, the type of shape that men make songs about. And she said, that every time she had gotten down, she had lost, you know, gotten down to a certain weight where her shape was more accentuated. The attention that she would get from men would just be, it would be too much. And I personally witnessed this. I would be walking with her, you know, when she, when she would be down, you know, a good, like 10 to 15 pounds and like her, I mean, her shape is just, it's to die for. I have seen men turn into like wolves around her and 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 the way that they would stare at her and how some of them would approach her and you know and shout comments at her like it makes her feel so uncomfortable to get that kind of attention that she unconsciously purposefully keeps that extra 15 to 20 pounds on because every single time she loses it here comes all the attention and, uh, you know, that makes her feel so uncomfortable. So the, these are the kinds of, these are just a couple examples of, of, of maybe, you know, these, these particular examples that I gave, of course, they don't relate to everyone that might be watching or listening, but they are a couple examples of, uh, maybe some of the deeper reasons why people may actually be scared why people may actually be afraid of what happens, what is life going to look like, what are the reactions going to be, uh, what is, how are people going to respond and treat me and receive me or reject me if I actually get down to this body and this shape and this size that I envision in my head? Like, what is, how, what is that actually going to look like? You know, how is my life going to change? How are people going to change in the way that they see me and the way that they respond to me if I actually get down to the size that I want to get down to? And I think it's that fear of the unknown. It's the fear of how are the people that I love, how are they going to receive me, How the people that I know, and then complete strangers. You know, uh, how... how I don't know. I think it's the fear of not knowing what the response is going to be that keeps a lot of us like, well, you know what? I may not be the size that I want to be. I may not be down to the weight that I want to be right now, but at least I know, at least I have a familiarity with these relationships that I have right now with the way that people look at me and respond to me right now. And I am, I've been dealing with it long enough. I'm comfortable like this. I'm comfortable in this. At least I know what to expect. I was, uh, I did a, a, an interview with, I interviewed Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. So I interviewed someone who uh, she, you know, was with her family. She was overweight. 
She moved to a different state. And when she moved to a different state, she got into bodybuilding and competing. And when she came back to her family a couple of years later, she was, she had lost all of this weight. She had, she completely transformed her body from, you know, just a soft kind of regular body with a belly to this really thin and muscular physique. So she left everyone she knew looking one way, you know, just kind of fuller and a little, you know, not super overweight, but you know, just heavier. She left one way and then she came back thin, muscular. She looked like a bodybuilder and the response that she received from her family and friends was so toxic, so negative. And that psychologically that messed up the way that she saw herself that took completely impacted the uh that impacted the way that she viewed her transformation it impacted the way that she viewed her change and so i'm sure that psychologically that that then had a significant impact on and on her food and the way that she started eating and the way that she started maybe binging and, and abusing her body because of the response from her family to her physical transformation. And so there was a time where then she started going backwards just because of that. So that's, you know, these are the types of, these are the types of things where it's like, maybe we on the inside of us, guys, there's so much more going on in our subconscious. There's so much more going on inside of, inside of the, the, the darker unconscious levels of our brain that are really driving the way that we behave. They're driving the way that we respond. They're really driving our actions. And we have no idea what's going on because these subconscious and unconscious thoughts in the back of our mind are operating seconds up to seven seconds before we even realize what's happening. And then we respond. Everything that you say, everything that you do, okay. Every action, every thought that you have, and you say, I should do this. And then you go do that. Your subconscious brain made the decision for you to do that seven seconds prior to you actually making that choice. That means that we are currently living in the past. We're currently living seven seconds in the past from what our subconscious mind already uh, put together, uh, you know, and, and formulated on, on what we should do or what we should think or what we should say. We're living in the past. So there's so much going on. There's so much going on at lightning speed in the back of our minds. And we have to become really, I think we just have to be a little bit more diligent in taking a look at the reason why we make the choices that we make. So I'm sorry, this is another episode where I don't have any solutions. I don't have any three-step processes that I can uh, give to you and say, if you are struggling with this, or if this applies to you, follow this three-step process. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I don't have that. Uh, I'll do some research. It's one of those things I'll come back to. But if you are someone who experiences uh, or has, can relate to the, just this idea of self-sabotage, whether that's in weight loss or whether that's in other areas of your life, it could be in, you know, it can be in relationships. It can be in career in jobs in friendships. It can be in anything. But if you feel like you are constantly self-sabotaging, you are constantly sabotaging yourself when everything seems to be going well. 
all of a sudden you make a choice that just ruins everything. I think it's really important for us to just start doing some, some deeper, uh, deeper dives, just taking some time to unpack the reason why it is that we're making these destructive choices. When everything's going so well, what is it? Why are we choosing to sabotage our efforts? And, and I don't think that it takes very much self-reflection. I just think that it takes a little bit of silence, you know, a lot, just uh, creating some space for our minds to be able to tell us. I mentioned, you know, earlier this week that in this book that I'm reading from Dr. Caroline Leaf, that every 10 seconds, there is a new thought that's being pushed from our sub our subconscious mind into our conscious mind every 10 seconds. So if we can create about 15 to 20 minutes a day to just sit and listen, to just sit and allow every 10 seconds, th those thoughts to come, we will find the answer we'll find very specifically what it is that we're looking for. Because in our subconscious mind, our subconscious mind, they're just gonna keep pushing thoughts forward. And at least one of those thoughts that we experience every 10 seconds will lead us to, uh, to the answer that we're looking for. So that's my only tip for today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I don't have anything uh, more practical, but I, you know, if this applies to you, if this is something that you resonate with, then I hope you just take some time um, to, to set aside some time for silence and to figure that out. Okay. That's all for now. If there's anything that you want to say, especially about this episode, if there's anything that you want to share that you want me to address live, um, then please go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. I'll be more than happy to, to come on live and to do that for you. Or maybe it's not something you want me to address live. Maybe you want to ask me a question and you don't want anybody else to know about it. I'm totally fine with that too. Just let me know, you know, in the space that you leave your comment, just let me know, Hey, this is anonymous, by the way, this is just between you and me. I'm fine with that also. I'm just here to help. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you again soon.